Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello, everyone. I hope you are well. And if not, I got you. At least you are here. My name is Michelle Kevill, and I help high-achieving corporate women feel passionate about their job again. And today's topic is one that was really hitting me a little bit this morning, and I feel hits everyone during a work week sometime. And I was always, I'm figuring out the title, but it's something along the lines of work is sucking my soul and capitalism is the machine. (laughs) I see it a lot on my TikTok feed as well. And I really wanted to dive into this because it actually does feed into this narrative that we have that really we don't have that much autonomy or control over our life. And that in, a, in it of itself does keep us stuck. A lot of the stuff about what I teach is showing you really how your brain works and why it wants to keep you and, and it really lacks that narrative because it keeps you safe and why believing that we do have some level of authority and control in our life is really scary and we have to unlearn a whole heap of thoughts and conditioning that we've had since like we were kids. So like really what am I talking about? Like I'm talking about when you've really just like like say you're on the train, you're going home and it's been a really long work week. It's like a Thursday and you're just kind of like, oh, and maybe you're scrolling through TikTok and you're seeing some stuff whether it be like overseas, another country or wherever. And it's just talking about like, you know, the cost of living, like working is, you know, sucking your soul, like we're all cogs in the machine. And you start to just sit there and just become really almost apathetic and nihilist, which is not gonna lie. I was feeling that this morning. I'm like, oh my God, like I am a coach, but I'm also a human with a human brain. (laughs) And you were just sitting there just like, what is the point? Not in like a, I want to off myself way, but in a like, what is the point from just a very generic kind of like looking outside everything? What is the point of anything? What is the point of life? Like, what am I doing here? I'm, I'm doing all this stuff. I'm working hard. I'm trying to manage everything. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm up and down. I'm, you know, trying to balance it all out. And, and I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I want. What is my identity? Like you go off into this little spiel. It ends up making you feel really, really kind of, I don't think apathetic is the right word, but I'm not going to use it in this case, like apathetic, kind of just meh. And you feel like you're a passive observer of your own life. And the challenge is, and when you talk about this, about this with other people, it's the same story and we're all just getting sucked into our own stories. Like, yeah, it sucks. Like we have to work and we have to do this and things are expensive and life is hard, etc. I'm not dissing that there is shit in life and inequality and bad things that happen. If you're likely coming on here listening to this, there is a good reason that your brain is going towards a story and kind of pulling you towards it. And I'll get into all the technical detail in a second as to why this happens. And at the end of the day, it just doesn't feel great. and It kind of just sucks. And I looked back at how like two years ago, how little control I thought I had in my life. And I thought to myself, what a fucking waste given that I am, I do have a level of privilege. I am born into a first world country. Being woe is me, it's not a bad thing. 
And if you are at a point where you're like, I want more than this, I want to be able to do the shit that I want in life and know that things will work out and it's going to be safe and okay. I genuinely thought I didn't like have any of that. I lived in constant panic mode. And now that I've been able to kind of pull off that and come into a more calm state, I cannot get over how much, like, it's it's insane. My life now from two years ago is completely different. My state of being, how I'm feeling, the everyday, maybe not this morning, but <laughs> I'm accepting that as a human experience. I cannot believe that I would have gone through my whole life being where I'm at in the world and just would have been in like this level of fear. And if you are that in that state, that is totally fine. Some of this may sound a little bit challenging to you because I'm not kidding. If me now was talking to me then two years ago, I probably would have told her to fuck off. So get if this is where you're at right now, but there's also a part of you that's like, but surely there's a little bit more. Surely I have a little bit of control. Like I'd, I'd love to strive in my career and not burn out, but I just don't believe that is possible. I'm not seeing it. Like the people above me are working 24 hours. Like that's the only way to make it. I want to turn off on the weekends and stop feeling so overwhelmed thinking about work. I want to have more time with my family and friends and actually be present instead of thinking about all the shit that I have to do. I want to potentially start that new like hobby or side hustle or whatever without like my brain and body telling me to not do it. You know, no one wants to listen to you, etc. And it is possible. And what a lot of my episodes do is touch on little parts, like little tiny thoughts or things you've learned over the years that stop you from doing this, even as small as clocking off instead of, you know, clocking off at 10 o'clock, you clock off at 9.30 p.m. at work, which I have, I've worked with people, including myself, because I kept overworking and I thought that I had to do it. I believed and had all these thoughts and I had all this evidence that said I have to work all the time. It was only when I took myself out of my comfort zone. I know it doesn't sound like a comfort zone because it's really painful, but it is a comfort zone. Your brain will keep you in pain, like emotional pain, because it has a system. It has a pattern. It knows it. This is the thing that we don't know. And this is why you are so drawn to these stories or what's popping up on your feed around we're cogs in the wheel, like people have control over us, like work is terrible, etc. And here's the thing, here's the one that's going to trip you up here. Even if that was true, thinking about it that way is going to always continuously keep you stuck. And if it was true, who would it benefit other than the people in power? that want you to think you don't have autonomy over your life and to stay in fear and to stay in that dead-end job or to stay like just angry, etc. It would serve them. So regardless of the matter, it's always better to think that you do have some level of control and autonomy. To do that, what it's going to give you is a, a better sense of like calm and freedom and realization that no matter what you do in your life, you'll always have your own back and you can always end up okay. Now, when I say that, some of you are like, well, Michelle, if I lose my job and I don't get enough money, then I like get kicked out of my house. I'm not saying things don't have risk as well. And we have a, here's the thing, like 
Even advertising knows this. We have a negative bias. We will always think of the worst case scenario. And how many times does that happen? The absolute worst case. Like, rarely ever does it happen. But you believe it to be so true that that's what stops you from thinking, oh, maybe I could go for that promotion. Oh, maybe I could clock off a little bit earlier. And what I start to see happen is you start to get a level of autonomy in your life and your brain will sometimes pull you back towards this story. And that's completely normal because it's craving that safety. Before it was safe, you were in your nine to five, that certain job, you were doing it a certain way, whether it's on panic mode all the time and you're working back. And even though it was painful, it was comfortable. Your brain knew what was coming. It knew the highs and lows. Now what you're doing is you're changing that completely. And the human brain doesn't fucking like change. It really doesn't. It doesn't want to learn a new thing. Like I honestly think learning optimism is one of the hardest things we can do as human beings due to some of our genuine like biology and like wiring again I talk about all the time how we were you know back in the day the person that thought hmm that bear by the river seems really friendly I'll go over there like that person's genes did not get passed on it was the people afraid in caves (laughs) that's what got passed on so we're fighting against that we're fighting against like genuine like wiring etc On top of that, you have a ton of social conditioning and messages that you get from society, that you get from even the school system to a certain extent. Like we had homework and I talk about this all the time, how the schooling system kind of set people up to get from like a more, you know, farming lifestyle to like the manufacturing and stuff like that to a more routine kind of life, you know, lifestyle. Like you were given homework you were given like assignments like things you need to do similar to a working world and if you are a high achiever like me you very likely excelled really well at school and you got you know praise for that at your home environment very likely got praise for that deep down you likely didn't know this at the time but I'm telling you right now subconsciously you learned that you were likely getting love and favor from your family and parents or primary caregivers through achieving lots of things then what happens We're out of that little structured kind of zone and we go into the working world and all of a sudden you're overworking and you have no idea why, but you just believe and you feel that you have to keep doing it and you have all these reasons and everyone around you is telling you, no, like you can stop, you need to calm down and you just, you can't, you just, you have all this, like you have to do it, it's part of the job, I got to get this all done. You're an absolute dick to yourself, really. (laughs) And it's from, and that's the challenge. It's unlearning all of that. And here's the thing. When you unlearn all of that, your brain wants to pull back. Sometimes your brain is like, you know what? No, you don't have any control. You can't clock off exactly at five o'clock and still get all your work done. No, you can't switch off or slow down to actually go faster. It's, it's not possible. Like no one, no one teaches that, by the way. I talk about all the time in like some previous episodes, how, Like, seriously, when I started to slow down in my career, like really pull the brakes, like and stopped all the action and just really slowed down, that's when all my growth happened because I was giving my brain time to learn things, to absorb things, but it was a different way of working and it really didn't like it because it didn't feel safe. It was like I could get in trouble. 
I may not be on top of things. So you had to do it slowly and incrementally and you're just shifting the narrative that is your world and you're creating safety around it. The challenge is your brain wants to go back and I see things, this is just my own personal experience, like the thing on TikTok about what's happening in the world, you know, inflation, the recession. And that just feeds into that old story you have that you don't have any autonomy or control. And it can feel disheartening. It can be like, oh, maybe I don't have a certain level of control. First of all, this is going to be a bit of an oxymoron here. None of us really do have any control of what happens to us. Like they say like 10% is what happens to you. 90% of it is how you react to it really. And at the end of the day, that's what I think scares people the most, how much we don't have control of, but also how much autonomy we do have. Like you could just, you could yourself just go out and make a podcast if you want it. You could start your own business. You could get that new job. You could go for that promotion. Like you have a lot of choice. You actually do, but you have a lot of thoughts holding you back because change is scary. And what happens is your brain will look for any evidence as to why change shouldn't happen. So when I hear stuff about, like I've heard people say, oh, it's not the best time to change jobs because of like inflation, the recession. You do not know how many times I have heard that as a coach and throughout my whole career. When I was looking for a new job, the same thing was happening to me years ago. He was saying it was the worst. It was the worst time. It it was the worst time then. And yet I still found a job. And yet still things worked out. It can be challenging to have that level of optimism in a world when we're getting all these messages. Does that mean it's fucking easy? No, it wasn't just like, hey, I just put out an application and everything all worked out. Like I still had to do a lot of stuff to go through it. But it was funny how when I look back through my life, I'm like, everything has worked out or figured itself out to an extent. I'll be doing another episode in this a bit deeper because it's something I'm hearing a lot when people want to change careers or do things that suit them or find something closer to home. Like the biggest thing I'm hearing is an inflation and a recession. Just look back throughout your whole career. Look at how many, like, it's kind of like the share market, right? Like, Actually, this happened with me and my friend the other day. One of my friends just called me freaking out because we both like, you know, dabble in shares. And they were like, oh my God, I've lost so much money. And I said, hold it. Do not pull out. It's fine. It's a dip. It will get better. It is okay. Now, for all I know, it may not. It might be the, might be the dip of the actual century, like the absolute worst horrible thing. Like the whole share market breaks. I'm only going off that through some thoughts that I have and like data that I have, which the data that empowers my, you know, I just powering, I guess you could say those thoughts. I could be completely wrong. I have absolutely no idea. But we operate so much based off a limited amount of information that we know at the time. And I just, I keep seeing this all the time. But I look back and I remember saying this to my partner. I'm like, but when I was looking for, when I wanted to change, you know, shift in my career, they said the same thing to me. Everyone was like, you shouldn't do that no, don't go down this career path, like don't leave, etc. And yet I'm so glad I did. I ended up making like more money. I ended up getting into like, it ended up leading me down the path that I am now. And I absolutely like love where I'm at in my job. Like, it's just so interesting. And I don't say this because I don't doubt some of you listening and just like, 
Michelle, shut up because I don't doubt you have a lot of evidence in your mind as to like why this isn't going to work out and like, well, yeah, but this can happen and, you know, finding jobs are really hard, etc. Well, how did you find your current job? How did that happen? How How have all your jobs kind of happened? What I'm trying to say is take a stock take of the thoughts you're having around your life right now. Like if you are absolutely genuinely want to make a shift in your career, how many thoughts do you have to not do that versus to do that? And is that why you are feeling stressed and apathetic and hating life? Because part of you is wanting to pull you in the direction you want to, but part of you still wants to keep you safe and it will look seriously. The negative part of your brain will always look for that type of evidence. And of course, the newspapers, etc., are going to talk about this shit. It's this shit that keeps people clicking and guessing and loving it. And it's like, oh, yeah, like more clicks. Let's talk about this. Before it was COVID. The fact is there is always going to be something, the next, the next panic. There's always going to be the next panic that society or whatever is talking about. And then your brain is going to use it to keep you stuck. There it is. That's the summary and likely the title for the video. That's what it is. There's always going to be something that your brain is going to say as to why you can't do that shit that you want to do. And it is to do why, like I said, it's all your wiring, like our our brains. I'm telling you, optimism is hard. Optimism is going against some of the wiring and conditioning. It's conditioning from society. It's what you've learned as a kid. It's all of that. And then there is a part of you that wants the things they want. It wants the change. And of course, it wants you to, it wants to keep you safe. Like if you want to move forward from this, if you're like, right, Michelle, I don't want to be sitting here thinking, you know, I'm a cog in the machine. I want to believe that I do have a level of autonomy in my life. Where do I go from here? Take a stock take of what you're thinking about right now. And take a stock take of the thoughts that you have around the control that you do have. And just start really slowly. If it's, you know, working back a little bit earlier, listen to my previous episodes. Like they all touch on this to get you to do this, by the way. If you're not people pleasing, if you're not working back all the time, if you believe in your capability, it all adds up to a point where you're like, fuck, I do have autonomy. I do know that I can you know, figure shit out. I do know that I can go after that promotion or like change a job and I can stay safe or or just figure it out. Like they all touch on those little bits and pieces. Start off slow and slowly chip away at that because honestly, it just keeps you in panic mode. Do you want to continue living in panic mode all the time? Or do you want to be able to say, Life does, you know, this is my view, at least when it comes to life, life has no meaning. We create the meaning. We create it with our brains. We're the ones that dictate what we are going to do and not. That doesn't mean it's not hard or not easy or, you know, doesn't mean it doesn't come with its challenges is what I'm saying. People are like, oh, just waltz into a new job. It's like, no, it's not like that. But you're not even thinking about that possibility or it could be really good if you change careers. You're not thinking any of that. Or maybe you want to start that business or start that podcast and you're not even thinking that maybe this could really help someone. That crossed my mind before I started this and started doing this. I had some brain drama. But then I just kept thinking, well, if there was a me out there that was crying in the bathroom in between meetings, surely there are other people that I, 
this can speak to them and reach out to. And thank fuck I did. You know how many messages, which thank you, by the way, I have received from lovely people being like, oh my God, like I feel seen, I feel heard. I feel like I have some tangible tools and tips to actually change my life around. That's fantastic. But again, when you have the messaging that there are 7 billion people in the planet, you think, oh, no, there's so many people, there's so many podcasts out there that can help other people. Ah, it doesn't matter. Ugh. Like this, like you, you, you go into that very quickly. I noticed I was doing that and it's like, but who gives a fuck? Like, just do it. <laughs> do what you want. I know I'm going very, this is a bit of a um, more existential episode this time around, like how we are in society and who, uh, how we control our lives, etc. But it is important because I even noticed like this this morning, my brain was 100% doing this. It got triggered by like a little TikTok thing that popped up. And I was like, but do I want to be like this all the time? Like, look at how far I've come. Look at the life that I've created for myself through all the tiny, small changes. Do I really want to go back to that? Or am I afraid? And I realized I'm afraid. I'm afraid right now. There's lots of changes happening. Lots of changes happening on all sides, like work, um, my business, like it's, it, my brain's like, I'd like to revert back, please. It's like, oh, okay. I just need to talk to that part of myself. I just need to let it know that it is safe and that it's okay and listen to it, like feel the feelings and accept that from now till forever, my brain is going to go back to that. And that's okay. Nothing has necessarily gone wrong. We're not supposed to feel good all the time. It's just accepting the good with the bad. And when you do that, you feel like you have the fucking cheat codes to life. I feel like I have a cheat code to life. I want to share it with you. <laughs> Seriously. I do. I'm so much less reactive. I'm so much more calm and happy. It's insane. And all it did was by changing some thoughts and unlearning some bullshit and creating that safety for myself to be like, oh yeah, I can really believe this. I can believe that I'm good enough. I can believe that I'm hot shit and I've got talent and I've got on both sides of my corporate career and what I'm doing here and I can share it with the world. That's just a better way to live and, and be in. So that's really it for today's episode. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a different one, but just have a little think, you know, and also take stock of your social media as well. Like there are articles that I've just decided I'm like, you know what? I don't want to subscribe to this anymore. I don't want to, similar to, I've done it with like, I talked about it in like a body image episode, I believe, like instead of, you know, like Instagram will automatically target me with like, like I get ads. Oh, well, I used to get ads for like plastic surgery and, you know, liposuction and stuff like that. And it's like, I unsubscribe from this. I am now subscribing to loving my body. And it's the same thing here. I am subscribing to believing that I have control in my life. I have autonomy and that it is possible to me. Doesn't mean it won't be hard. Doesn't mean it won't come without its challenges. Doesn't mean things won't just be given to me. That's another thing I feel. Sometimes we think, well, you know, it doesn't happen straight away. No, it's not. Shit is supposed to happen straight away. Like it can take time still. If you're not even believing or entertaining that possibility, you're just going to go straight back and be like, oh, it didn't work. Like I pull away. It, it just didn't work instead of like trying and figuring things out. So yeah, that's today's episode. I will see you next week. Bye. Hey, 
Are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five day challenge, how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix. That's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.